This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. All right, we'll go to the online questions. Hi. Hi, yeah, this is Matthew Cunningham Cook with The Lever. Uh, just wondering, who besides Norfolk Southern was consulted on in this decision to do controlled release? Was there independent information collected by either the state of Ohio or the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that allowed you to make a decision about the controlled release independent of what was being provided to you by Norfolk Southern? Yeah, we, we consulted, as I indicated, we consulted. Uh, the Ohio National Guard was consulting directly with the Defense Department. Uh, the modeling was very important. We wanted to know exactly what uh, the ramifications of the modeling would be uh, or, or of the ex explosion would be. Uh, so, yes, we, we reached out to every expert that certainly that we could find. New at 6, Governor Josh Shapiro just sent a scathing letter blasting Norfolk Southern for its handling of the East Palestine train derailment. Yeah, this news coming just hours after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine briefed the media with the latest updates, saying he's in frequent contact with the railroad CEO. Megan Schiller is here now to break down what we're learning about this just within uh, the last couple hours. Megan. Yeah, this letter was just sent to our newsroom. Governor Josh Shapiro saying he is seriously concerned with Norfolk Southern's handling of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, just a quarter mile from the Pennsylvania state line. He says the railroad company failed to implement a unified command, creating confusion. He says it gave out inaccurate and conflicting information. And lastly, he believes it was unwilling to explore alternate courses of action instead of that vent and burn approach that caused the plume we all saw. The letter says, quote, you can be assured that Pennsylvania will hold Norfolk Southern accountable for any and all impacts in our Commonwealth. Today's press conference by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine had a slightly different tone. He didn't necessarily call out Norfolk Southern, but he said he wants Congress to look into why the current rules allowed for that train to not be considered a hazardous train by its classification. The governor called upon environmental experts to brief the room, including the director of the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, who today confirmed the event killed 3,500 fish, a total of 12 different species. Thankfully, the experts say that they don't have any evidence of non-aquatic species suffering from the derailment. As for the air, their claiming monitoring shows the air now looks just like it did before the derailment. And as for the water, they want residents with private water sources to take action fast. We are strongly recommending those who have not yet had their water source checked to 
use bottled water. And bottled water is being made available again. Um, same phone number that you can call if you need access to that. Uh, this is going to be particularly important if you are pregnant, if you are breastfeeding, or if you are preparing formula for an infant. So we would encourage you um, to avail yourself of that, of that water. A lot of the people in the town are on municipal water and not private wells. So they are claiming the majority of people are getting water from their water reserves. They're using the most distant ones right now, they say. One thing that we did learn today is that when it comes to all the sludge in that fire in the plume, all the combustible materials, they say they still didn't test yet for the PFA compounds that you find in fire, but they are working with the local emergency management to start testing PFAs in the drinking water. Another reason they say to stock up right now on bottled water if you're anywhere in okay. the area of that direction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it is uh, Wednesday, 15 February, year of 2023. This is, I can put this under the headline. They don't care about the people there. They don't care about you. You know, we're the number one misinformation uh, show and podcast in the country because we question institutions. What's that quote? Can you text me that quote of that woman that, that did the uh, Brookings? You damn right we do. This is revolting. And I take great pride uh, with Michael Patrick Leahy, at least being a tiny uh, group that's forced these people to start coming forward with their lies and their misrepresentations and just a gross incompetence. Michael Patrick Leahy, you, you're, you're putting up another story right now. Explain to me first, Josh Shapiro is now gotten off the dime. He sent a blistering letter to the CEO, but one of the things he was whining about, he said, hey, we never heard about it for a couple of days or, you know, a while because nobody contacted my head of EPA. And that's not the response. The company, yes, they should. But, hey, if they don't, big deal. Your guys should be all over this. Yeah, you hear a different story every day about what they tested, what they didn't test, all that. Walk us through where we stand right now at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 15th, on uh, Wednesday the 15th, and this entire thing, Michael Patrick Leahy. Well, uh, the, the the headline here is that the governor of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, Steve, agrees with you. Yesterday on your program, you said that it was a mistake just to look at one option to do the, the vent and burn, the controlled burn of vinyl chloride. There were other options. He completely agrees with you. He, he released his letter, I think, about half an hour after you said that. And that KDKA report came just a little bit after you said that. The other thing that's noticeable about this is Josh Sapiro wants to entirely be separated from the we, uh, the collective we that Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio said were responsible for the control of uh, the control burn decision. In fact, he put this all he put this all up um, on uh, Norfolk Southern. His letter didn't mention a word uh, about the governor of Ohio, which I found quite interesting. But look, that letter. Basically, and the story is up now, by the way, at Ohio Star, the Ohio Star headline, Pennsylvania governor blasts North, Norfolk Southern for, quote, vent and burn plan in aftermath of train derailment. Listen to this, Steve. So in the letter, he took the CEO of Norfolk Southern to task uh, be, because they provided inaccurate information and conflicting modeling about the impact of the controlled release that made protective action decision-making more difficult in the immediate aftermath of the derailment. And then he agreed with you. Uh, he criticized Norfolk Southern for uh, their unwillingness to explore 
or or articulate alternate courses of action to their proposed vent and burn. Uh, and that, that he said that limited state and local government government officials uh, from acting properly. Hold so hold it. But it's, but when they say it's not upon Norfolk Southern to give the only model, that's fine. They should do it through the company. But their their um, their focus is going to be get these uh, get these tankers off the track so we can clear the track and get trains running again and 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 try to make some money here. When he says conflicting models from the company, yeah, that's bad. They gave, but that's not there. You sh- you cannot base your decisions on models from the company. We're going to be talking about financial models in a second. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The Congressional Budget Office just gave us the model for the next ten years. What have we been asking for for the Biden administration to do it? Well, the CBO did it. Okay, because we asked for these models. Let's get to reality. What's the math in back of this? The model. Ladies and gentlemen, Navarro is going to come in here in a second. $19 trillion added to the national debt over the next 10 years. Let me repeat that. $19 trillion. That's $1.9 trillion per year, like I said it was going to be. Okay? That means you're over $50 trillion in the countries out of business. That model doesn't work, but at least they put it forward. It's the same thing here. When you make these complicated things, you just can't wing it. It's not a field play. You've got to have common sense, but that, that is all based around what the, the science and the math tell you. You know, we believe in evidence, data, and science here at the War Room. Not happy talk. And now well, all you me, do is getting spinning. This thing's totally coming. When is DeWine, when are you going to press DeWine? Because DeWine is lying here. Didn't DeWine said we just had the clip up here. He said the DOD. What the hell's the Defense Department got to do with this? I don't care. The yeah, Defense Department's fine. Oh, get, get another opinion. But I don't care about the Defense Department. Tell me which way the wind's going to blow. I want the guy that's accountable and response. I want the node of responsibility, accountability, right? Boom, right there. And authority, that, that three, boom. Who is in that, who's in that nexus? When I, look at the, when I look at the flow chart, responsibility, authority, and accountability, who is in that box? Oh, it's the field commander for EPA. What's that guy's name? You notice they haven't come. Have they responded to your request to EPA to give the name and the function and that they make the decision, Michael Patrick Leahy. EPA has said nothing to us since we asked for them to give us the name of the on-site coordinator and whether or not they made the decision to do the vent and burn, which of uh, the former assistant attorney general, uh, Clark, who was uh, your guest uh, yesterday, said was the legal authority. By the way, we've also asked Governor DeWine, by what authority did you, Governor DeWine, authorize this vent and burn? They've not responded to us on that. And also notice that Governor Josh Shapiro is completely distancing himself from the collective we who made this vent and burned decision, right? He's putting it all on Norfolk Southern. Presumably they gave the advice to Mike DeWine, uh, but this is a huge, huge mess okay. and a scathing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, yes. No, I'm going to go out on a limb here. The model, when it finally comes, we got to get the model on the control. There's two things. The controllers, they got the crash, and you got the National Safety Board's got to be on that. And, and what me worry, Alfred E. Buttigieg, where is this clown, right? He should be on top of that, and he should have been on top of the, the modeling. For You have two things, a controlled release and then a controlled burn. Number one, and I'm just going to say it, I will guarantee you the model does not back up the fact that there were going to be the excuse they use 
It's going to be uh, it's going to be um, in, in jeopardy. These are unstable elements. It's going to blow up, and you're going to put shards of the iron. Those iron tankers are going to be in houses and people's heads everywhere, blown sky high. I'm calling BS well, on that. They wanted to well, get that stuff out of there so they could remove the. the go ahead. Governor Shapiro must have been listening to you on War Room yesterday, because in his letter, he said, uh, you failed to look at all the other array of alternatives that may, might have taken longer, but would have been safer. So, you know, and he's not a former naval officer. I've checked that out. Uh, but I don't I think he's got a little bit more common sense. I don't think he's a fan. I don't I don't think he's a fan of War Room. So, Michael Patrick Leahy, where do, where does your reporting and your investigative reporting with the, this crack staff you get, where does it go from here? Well, again, our, our great reporters on this, both Matt Kittle, our national reporter, who just put the story up about the Pennsylvania governor, and then Hannah Poling, uh, who's based in Ohio, who's been asking the governor to respond and the EPA to respond. Where we need to look right now, Steve, is we've got to get the EPA to respond and the Department of Justice to respond to the legal authority used to authorize uh, this vent and burn, this uh, controlled burn of this very dangerous uh, vinyl chloride on February 6th, I think the law well, is going to create a and, and, very big problem for Mike yeah. DeWine. And, 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 give me, and give me the control release. By the way, CNN, you get uh, licked. You want to get start covering news? You don't need to send them halfway around the world. Just send them out there to eastern Ohio. Big story breaking. You guys should be all over. should be 20 people. There's nobody. Crickets. MSNBC crickets. Except having, except they had, uh, they needed a cleanup in aisle three. So they let DeWine come on. Not one hard question got asked of DeWine today. Came on Morning Mika, and it was a cleanup in aisle three. Hey, guess what? The war room's there. You're, you're, you've broken too many bottles. You're not going to get a cleanup. This is outrageous. And it's because it's working class people who they don't think count and they don't think has any power. That's why they're doing this. Leahy, how do they get to the Ohio Star, Star News Network, you on Twitter? Uh, I recommend right now going to theohiostar.com, theohiostar.com. It published about five minutes ago our story there uh, about Governor Shapiro, in essence, agreeing with Steve Bannon that there should have been more options considered. And he's rec he would have recommended, I think, from that, he would have preferred uh, a slower take, but a safer approach. TheOhioStar.com, and you can reach me you on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, Getter, and uh, True Go Social, ahead, Michael P. Lay. Okay, we're going to talk about Twitter. Peter Navarro's got something to say about that, about Kerry Lake and about suppression of these uh, election fraud. Thank you, Leahy. Fantastic job. Short break. Josh Shapiro does not agree with War Room very often, okay? But this story speaks to so much what's wrong in this nation. And it's not about taking hazardous materials across the country. you got to do that. It's about how they treat people. The little guy. Next. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. 
because it's dependable. Rich Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Dr. Navarro uh, joins, by the way, cpac.org slash war room. Go there now, $47 off the face amount. The ticket price is $248. We want everybody there. You're going to be part of the audience. It's going to be spectacular. You're going to talk about it forever. We're in D.C. and we're firing off the football. There's going to be so much going on right after the first year anniversary of the Ukraine war. Also, Congress is going to be back. They're all going to be over there. We'll get to meet those guys, too. And we'll be talking about all the big negotiations, investigations, debt ceiling, all of it. Peter, before I go to the work we got with you today, just your thoughts. You've been the tribune of the working man in this country. No person alive today has done more for working class peoples and high value added jobs than Peter Navarro as the deputy to Donald J. Trump to bring jobs back here. Give me, give me your assessment of, of just how it's playing between corporations and government, federal and state and local authorities in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, sir. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the MAGA deplorables uh, took the short end of that tick. You know, the corporations basically focus on profit maximization, cost minimization, and the Biden regime focuses on covering their ass, and we get caught in the middle, Steve. And you, you've covered this well. I can't, I don't have anything to add to what you and uh, Michael Patrick Leahy have added. I, I will note, putting a couple of points together, that these toxic burns are deadly. We, we, when we cover this budget story about how we're going to double our debt, um, there's close to a trillion dollars for veterans, and this is good, um, because of the toxic burn pits in Iraq, okay? Toxic burns kill, okay? So don't tell me that when they do that uh, in Ohio, it's not going to possibly uh, endanger people. And at the time the toxic burn pits were going on, Steve, in Iraq, nobody understood the long-term consequences. So don't tell me today that nobody got hurt. Yeah. By the way, Peter, one thing, I'm going to play the debt ceiling thing here in a second, but we're not about profit. We're not against profit maximization. That is what, with being a good corporate citizen, Norfolk Southern should be. But it's not, it shouldn't be their solo decision, and they shouldn't just be putting out the models and people just accept it at face value and let's just go ahead, do the controlled release because we're afraid of the shards, and then do an open pit burn. Like you said, we just had this massive controversy that got fought for like, I don't know, 10 years because of the cost of it, this uh, this open pit burns, right? That yeah, the comedian was all over and they had the big fight here Corp- last summer. Yeah, yeah. corporations ahead. maximize profits. What they sometimes don't do is incorporate what's called the externalities, the external costs or benefits into their profit maximization equation. So because of that, 
they make wrong decisions. And sometimes the government's got to get involved. But here, the government's getting involved in a way to cover their ass, not take care of the deplorables and the people. Because it is, it is the working class, the middle class, who are at the front lines of these kinds of things, Steve. So keep following this story. Keep- Once again, the beacon of disinformation in the war room has the best information of anyone in the country. Okay, we're going to keep shoving that up there, Keister, every friggin' day. I got to get some quickly off okay. my chest. I need everybody in the yeah, posse sure, to understand that Twitter is remains corrupt. That Elon Musk is not your savior. The Twitter bots. I know. I hope Elon will get to do something about this tomorrow. The Twitter bots are still immediately scrubbing anything that has words like stolen election. I put up uh, an alert about the uh, second episode of my Taking Back Trump's America MAGA podcast. Went up on Twitter, right? And what didn't go up. Yeah, I put it up on Getter, went right up. Put it right on True Social, went right up. I tried it again. I tried it three times. And that thing, it was scary to me, Steve. They we were able to immediately bury it. It wasn't like it went up and they put an alert on it or went up and they took it down. It didn't even reach the 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 the, the, the tweet. Okay, that's unacceptable. Wow. And you and I, you and I, Steve, have been hardest on Elon Musk. Well, our good friend Darren Beatty yeah. and others have, have tried to make Musk the a fan, hero. The you fan and boys. I know. The, the you you and I know, Steve, that Elon Musk is neck deep, nose deep in the Chinese Communist Party and one snap of the fingers of Xi Jinping can wipe out all of Tesla. So he's anti-MAGA, he's anti-Trump, and God, I was like stunned. I was stunned yesterday, Steve, to realize that those friggin' Twitter bots are still active in there. Shame on Elon Musk. Everybody in the posse, tweet this, because this is just wrong. Go to my Twitter feed, Real P. Navarro, and go to get her better yet. You can see what what you missed. I mean, I had I had a tweet about Kerry Lake. That's the most blatant steal we've ever seen. Twitter will not let that up there. Hold hold it, because you had the terms Kerry Lake and stolen elections stolen, in there. They they, they not just suppress yeah. it. They buried it. Yeah, and Joe Ken. And I Kerry had Joe Lake. Ken up there, and so one of them, or you know, some combination of stolen election or just stolen election. Who knows what their bots do? You know, that's the point. That's the point. Joe Kent, man, that guy was in a plus seven Republican district, and he got wiped out not by the Democrats. He got wiped out by the Republicans, the the, the congressional leadership in the House of Representatives running attack ads against him. And that's like this this, this MAGA documentary. I want everybody to go to, to watch this. Um, it, it's up on the war room. It's up on, you can go to my Twitter yeah. feed, my getter feed, real P Navarro. And it said Apple podcast and Google yeah. podcast. It's essential listening, but I was, I was stunned. Steve. Yeah, Elon, you can't friggin' do this stuff to the American people and, yeah. and try to show that you're kind of some champion of free speech. I'm calling bull ass on you, man. You're, you're just, you're just a Chinese okay. communist party puppet. Okay. Okay, let's go. Let's play the debt ceiling. Denver, if yeah. you can go ahead and play the yeah, debt ceiling uh, cold open, I'm going to get Peter in here. 
The Congressional Budget Office now says the U.S. will default on its debt as soon as July. That is later than the June default that the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen predicted, which could mean that debt limit negotiations will feel even less urgent. Right now, some House Republicans find themselves in the unusual position of agreeing with House progressives and hoping to cut some spending from defense. A prospect real enough that Senate Republicans are warning them to stay away from the Pentagon, according to reporting this morning from our friends at Punchbowl. Joining us now is one of our friends from Punchbowl, Punchbowl News co-founder and MSNBC contributor Jake Sherman. Also with us is CNBC senior White House correspondent Kayla Tausche. So Kayla, I'm going to begin with you. Um, Treasury says they're still sticking to their June deadline. That's when they believe uh, the U.S. economy or the U.S. will default on its debts. Uh, what's the status of the negotiations you can tell us between the White House and Republicans? Are you hearing anything? And, and how is the number two at the Fed moving over to the White House? Lael Brainard going to affect these negotiations? Well, certainly, Katie, um, when Dr. Brainard moves over to the National Economic Council, this is going to be the number one issue that she will have to tackle. And she's going to be leaning on some long-term relationships that she has up on Capitol Hill uh, to try to advance those negotiations and broker some sort of deal. But right now, it's sort of a, a stalemate between the Hill and the White House with Republicans on the Hill saying, you know, President Biden, show us your budget. Well, the White House is planning to release its budget on March 9th. And then perhaps from there, Republicans will look at the fine print on what the administration releases and figure out what's in that blueprint that it that they don't like and that they want to cut out as what they see as wasteful spending. Uh, we should note also also that Treasury is always usually more conservative on what it calls this X date, the date uh, when it sees a potential default in the works. It said June 5th, but you don't really like to get too close to that because of how much it can rattle uh, domestic and international financial markets. And so uh, certainly Treasury is very conservative, but the Congressional Budget Office today said it could be earlier than July. It just really depends on, you know, what tax season looks like and how much revenue the U.S. actually gets from corporations and individuals paying their taxes this year. Got it. Kayla, thank you very much. Uh, Jake, House Republicans, okay. how okay. serious are they about dipping into the Pentagon? Okay, we're going to get to maybe Jake uh, later. I jumped in early, but thanks, Denver, because um, I'm burning daylight here. Um, Here's the essential thing, Steve, Okay, hang on, Peter. I may. Yeah. Hang, hang, hang on a second. I'm robbing the stream. Um Because I want to get the New York Times article up, because you can only say this in context now. First off, the buried lead there, we demanded they put forward, the Treasury put forward, or the Fed put forward immediately the model. What they're going to do is wait. They are going to do it now, March 9th, in the budget process. But the budget is is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something much more detailed. That's that's what they want to do for spending and for revenue coming in is much more detailed and going forward about where they stand. Now, the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO put out today a 10-year projection based upon assumptions they've made. The CBO is it's it's part it's partisan Right. But it's as close to that in the Congressional Research Service or as close as you're going to get to something straight in this town. It just is. Their projections, ladies and gentlemen, are 19 trillion dollars added to the national debt, 19 trillion dollars added to the national debt in the next 10 years. That's one point nine trillion dollars per year for the next 10 years, roughly. 
and they don't, I don't think, have all the full calculations for all the financing charges or the correct assumption of financing charges. Let me cut to the chase. That model is DOA. That does not work. It is impossible. For, if we go down that, uh, this country is going to be over, okay, finished. And this is the CBO. In fact, the New York Times reporting on it says, well, this is going to heighten the debate over a potential financial crisis we're facing. We're going to get Peter Navarro's with me. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back into it. We've got Monica Crowley on Ukraine. We've got a lot going on today. But you should know because of your efforts, your efforts of lighting up phone lines and holding the line, people are starting to cough up the numbers. And guess what? The numbers shows their lies, misrepresentations, spin, and alternate reality they're living in. The Congressional Budget Office comes out and says, hey, guess what? We have a business model that doesn't work for a bankrupt country. Short commercial break. The manufacturing czar for President Donald J. Trump, Dr. Peter Navarro, on the other side. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We've had our first confirmed kill. We've had our first confirmed kill in the war room. I'll give you. You have to read the memoir to get that one. Okay, Peter Navarro, tell me about the uh, d- debt negotiation. What's happening over Treasury in the nineteen trillion dollars of new debt that they just talked about here in the Congressional Budget Office report? See, first of all, you buried the lead in the CBO report. Their their conclusion was, like you would say in the war room, says is this budget is unsustainable and what they say is in the quote long run we're going to either have to cut spending or raise taxes and of course you and i know that the best case would be instead to do this in the short run using the debt ceiling limit negotiations as our leverage now there's a couple things in the spending posse needs to know about as you've been saying, Steve, $10 trillion, $10 trillion of spending over the next decade alone will be servicing the interest on the national debt, okay? $10 
trillion dollars. Can you imagine how many schools and bridges and 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 payments to Social Security and Medicare and defense spending could be spent with ten trillion dollars? Okay. And you can bet the CBO has underestimated the interest rate. Let me tell you one other thing, Steve. The cuts that the McCarthy's going to negotiate, I go with, like, whatever Russ vote says, but the thing that sticks in my craw is that Biden's plan to boost electric vehicle production includes these huge subsidies for American manufacturers, which is fine, plus, okay, any country with which we have a free trade agreement, okay? So that money is going to go straight where? South of the border to Mexico. American taxpayers are going to subsidize yeah. moving electric vehicle production well, plus to the, Mexico, yeah. and the cost bill the is going to be enormous. Look, we That's we got to get done. all the That's climate change madness. The, yeah, well, the, 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 start with that madness. All the climate change madness. ESG. Yeah. And, and the interest payments yeah. will never be a tr- the 10 trillion. It's going to be more because yeah. uh, interest rates are going to jack. Yeah, they're um, under we got a lot to get now. to. Here's the, the headline. CBO came out today, completely concurred with the Worms analysis that this thing's spinning beyond out of control. It's got to stop. Now, the numbers are out there. Biden and them are going to try to refute it, but it can't be refuted. This thing's got to stop, and this uh, audience is going to be the one to stop. Let's go ahead and play the package on Nikki Haley, and let me get Peter Navarro's take on that before I get Monica Crowley up. Let's go ahead and roll. You know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. I'm more confident than ever that we can make this vision real in our time, because that's what I've seen my entire life. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, I saw the promise of America unfold before me. As the proud wife of a combat veteran, I saw our people's deep love of- read part of an article in The Bulwark. Here's what it says, quote, on paper, Nikki Haley should be a top tier contender in the 2024 Republican primary. She's a successful former governor from an important early primary state. She has an impressive personal backstory, solid foreign policy chops, and great candidate skills too. This used to be an extremely attractive package for GOP primary voters, used to be, but not anymore. Why not, Charlie? Well, that's uh, my colleague, Sarah Longwell, and she's absolutely right. Um, You know, if you go back to uh, 2015 or you go back to uh, 2013 when the Republican Party was trying to figure out how it was going to change its image, she would have been the answer. But the problem is that the Republican Party has changed. The base has changed. Uh, You can't just erase 70 years of the Trump legacy and the way in which this party has been transformed. So um, the appeal she's making does look very, very good in paper, but she's appealing to a party that that just no longer exists. And I'm 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 a little bit puzzled to uh, to to understand exactly what lane she thinks that she's going to be in. Um, she is uh, she's alienated the the hardcore Trump um, supporters by by running. And yet she has uh, flip flopped so many times on Donald Trump that she's certainly not an anti-Trump candidate. So I, I'm just not sure what her lane is right now. And so as of today, 
This is still a party that is waiting on Ron DeSantis and and sort of, um, you know, the the rest of the field. The truth is, where is she going to get her votes? Trump's base isn't leaving him. Uh, she's not going to be able to go through him. And if she tries to go to his right or tries to go to his left, there isn't a base there. So I believe in a path through victory. And I just don't see that path for her, especially if somebody else gets in the race, because then the ones that aren't necessarily Trump fans, they're going to just divide them. But Trump's base is solid and they're not leaving him. So will, will your thoughts change when and if Ron DeSantis gets into the race? No, look, I, President Trump, as I said in my endorsement, isn't just somebody that I'm endorsing because I think he's the best elitist through the rocky road ahead, unfortunately, that Biden has put us in. But he's also a friend of mine. He's a friend of my family. When my son got hurt, he took a special interest. He actually came to Bakersfield, California to see my son when he was going through intense cognitive rehab. Uh, he's a he's a friend to our family, and I, I will I will support him all the way through this race. All right, Senator. Okay, uh, Dr. Peter Navarro, just for policy, just explain to the audience what you mean. That Republican Party is gone. Just in a, let's leave the personalities aside. That the fact she's ambitious as Lucifer, um, because people get remember, and the media always gets it wrong. She quit a couple of weeks before the 2018 midterm, basically saying, I'm not with him, right? Orange yeah. man, bad. Um, but just on a policy basis, when they say that she represents a, a party that no longer exists, she's a classic neocon, neoliberal. What's changed, Dr. Peter Navarro? Uh, let's be clear. She is a useful idiot for the Club for Growth and for the Koch brothers. She's going to get a lot of money from the never-Trump wing of the party, to simply attack Trump at the top of the top of the cold open where she's talking about kicking bullies with her high heels in the groin. I mean, you know, that was aimed right at, at Donald John Trump. So, well, let's not be clear about that. The one thing I can tell you from a personal level, being inside the White House, Steve, is that I saw the cable traffic and, and all this stuff where when she was U.N. ambassador, she tried to create her own little fiefdom there and would not cooperate or follow policy from the Oval Office. And I knew then that she was a cautious, ambitious backstabber. And I'm not taking back Trump's American book. When I handicapped the vice president uh, for, for Donald Trump, she is on the no-fly zone at the very top of the list, just below uh, Mike <laughs> Pence. So. so this is not a woman okay. that anyone... Should right. trust, okay? She can take her high heels and sit where the sun don't shine. You don't think she's going to be in the short list for VP, correct? If she's in the short list for VP, then Lindsey Graham's going to be president, okay, for the, the candidate. No. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I mean, You're genius. Look, okay, boss, boss, Mar-a-Lago, can you hear me? Do not go near that woman. She will stick you with her high heels in the groin now. Never mind the knife in the back. He knows better. Come on. Okay, I got the like headline for I get, friend, I get so, the he- you know, but boy, did she screw up as yeah. UN ambassador. Me, 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 media and Matters has got their headline right now. Real quickly, give me. On uh, January 6th, yes. Yeah, I love Media Matters. What's it's your ridiculous. name? What's the woman? G- 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 give, me, give, me, give me the 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Yeah. Tell about your podcast tonight. You got 15 seconds. Yeah, uh, episode four is breaking tomorrow. Real P. Navarro on Twitter and Getter. You go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's the Taking Back Trump's America podcast. You just got to listen to this thing because it defines our mission 
which is to make sure people understand what MAGA means so that we don't get our clock cleaned in the 2024 election. It's a great, easily consumable documentary series. And, uh, Steve, I appreciate you uh, letting me have a little time on that. No problem. Nikki says hi, by the way. We want it in the top 50. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and if if if, if Elon if, if if Elon would let it if Elon would not suppress it, it'd be in the top ten. Thank you very much, Doctor Peter Navarro. Appreciate right. it, brother. Talk soon, brother. Okay, let's. Um, Monica Crowley. Uh, CBS News broke overnight that the balloon left Hanan. I don't know around twenty January. We got uh, we've got uh, John Kirby saying we came uh, we were. Uh, dang near close to going wheels up with a Blinken on Friday to get over to Beijing. How big a problem does Joe? Is this why Joe Biden's hiding from the media? Does he have a massive problem right now? Forget the UFOs. Forget all that. Does he have a massive problem on this chi- Chinese spy balloon, ma'am? Thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, Joe Biden has a more intense problem than just with the CCP, although that is the biggest problem with regard to Joe Biden and Biden family corruption, because the CCP is our premier adversary, of course, and we are facing a multi-front, multi-pronged, hydra-headed threat. Uh, from the CCP, and this man is completely compromised by his business dealings and taking tens of millions of dollars from the CCP and related enterprises. So that is certainly the biggest of them all. Um, He's compromised in every other direction with regard to foreign policy as well, whether it's Ukraine or other entities, other foreign entities, businesses, regimes, and so on. And so for the American people, they need to understand that the, the presidency is divided into two roles. You've got the president as the chief executive of the country, but his other role, just as important, if not more, is as commander in chief. And so the American people need to really think and have a lot of questions answered as to whether or not Joe Biden, when he is operating in the foreign policy, national security sphere, if he is representing America's interests, as the American uh, commander in chief should, or if he's representing his own and his family's interests and putting America's interests last. I think, you know, over the last two years, Steve, we've got a pretty clear picture that this is America last in every way, shape and form. But when it comes to the CCP, which is a very sophisticated enemy, perhaps the most sophisticated enemy the United States has ever faced, more so than the Soviet Union during the Cold War, this is a much more serious threat, We have a commander-in-chief who is beholden to that enemy. It's completely outrageous, and if you wrote it as a novel, no one would believe it. Uh, Monica, we want to hold you through the break, but i got to ask you a question. Right now, they're in panic mode because the Russians are pounding away at these strategic villages and hamlets in eastern Ukraine, Bakhmut being one of them, and we now understand they're running out of ammo, and there's no possible. It's going to be very difficult for the West to resupply because we've burned through all the ammo. How did the geniuses in the Pentagon and the National Security Council not calculate this out, Monica Crowley? Excuse me, Steve Bannon, but we have sent well over $100 billion to this fight uh, in Ukraine for the Ukrainian forces. Uh, and other entities on the ground there to push back against the Russians. Where is all that money gone? I mean, if they're running out of bullets, which is the most basic form of ammunition, what else are they running out of? Where has this money been directed? This gets to the core of the question. Over $100 billion over there with no oversight, 
no transparency and no accountability. Remember a couple of months ago, I was on the show and we were talking about the report that quickly got squashed about how the weapons that we were sending over there, and I assume that also includes ammunition, was not making it to the front lines. Well, then where is it going? Are the Ukrainians hoarding it? Are they passing it off to terrorist organizations like Al-Qaeda, uh, Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS? Who knows? We have no idea where this weaponry is going. And so, you know, the, not one more penny, not one more bullet to Ukraine until we have a full accounting. Monica, hang on. I'm going to hold you to the break. I've got Rebecca Koffler. We're going to have Darren Beattie in the next hour. we got Joe Allen in the next hour. we had Daniel Horowitz in the next hour. we had Naomi Wolf. We are packed wall-to-wall, only in the war room. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, go on Getter. We're doing a live stream. I think it's tonight. It's a Royce White again. Royce White second uh, chapters tonight. We're doing these live streams all the time, picking up the chat room, getting a building a real community. Uh, plus, you get all the immersive experience for all the content we're putting up nonstop. Go to get her totally free. Download it. I'm an idiot. You're not. You can download it. You can post. You can do everything. Get into the into the uh, into the news flow uh, with Getter. Also, uh, cpac.org/slash/warroom. Forty-seven bucks off. The ticket is now under two hundred fifty bucks. Go. We want everybody in the posse there. This is going to be once in a lifetime. It's going to be amazing. Congress is going to be there. We're on, we're on, we're on uh, offense on the investigations, the massive debt ceiling negotiations right after the first anniversary of the Ukraine war. Monica Crowley, uh, ma'am, the, the, the Financial Times today has got she with the mullahs giving me full military review in, uh, in Beijing. And then it's got the headlines, Russia masses aircraft within striking range of Ukraine targets. I'll tell you, folks, if you go back and read the newspapers, and I did it one time uh, on on Fish, on Fish, I guess it was called, back in the 1980s in the Pentagon's library, 
in the run-up of the New York Times and the Times of London to the, to the World War II? These are the headlines. Monica Crowley, you're an expert in this. You're one of the top geopolitical minds I know, and you learned under a master, Richard Nixon. Are we at the early years of the Third World War, ma'am? Well, thank you for that very kind compliment, Steve. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty far down the road into World War III already. I mean, look, with regard to the CCP, we know because we we heard from the CCP and the PLA uh, themselves in the 1990s about unrestricted warfare. This is what they call it, not my words, the CCP and PLA's words, unrestricted warfare. What does that mean? That means a multi-pronged attack against the United States and the wider Western world. The Chinese from the early 1990s, there it is, uh, they've been, been engaged in exactly that, unrestricted warfare. That means economic warfare, political warfare, cultural warfare, diplomatic warfare. And we, we all know that American weakness is provocative. So whenever America is weak, whether it's in real terms or perceived as weak, doesn't really matter because our, our adversaries take full uh, advantage of that. And now what you're seeing is other enemies of the United States aligned with the CCP, aligned with Russia. So you've got Iran now deeply in bed with Russia, of course, particularly on Ukraine, but other areas. The CCP now aligned with Iran. So what you are witnessing right now is the creation of a new axis. The Axis powers of World War II, they came together because they were ideologically similar. They had uh, similar strategic goals to destroy the United States and the West and world domination. What do you think the CCP is all about? Same goal, world domination. And they will ally with any entity and or any regime that also shares that goal. And so whether it's the mullahs in Iran or Vladimir Putin's regime, the North Koreans, any other regime on the face of the earth, the Islamic fundamentalist terrorist organizations, they all will get in bed together to accomplish the destruction of the United States and the West. And then the fun for them really begins because once they accomplish that, if they accomplish that, if we don't get our act together to really push back uh, strategically and in every other way, then they will go at each other for world domination. But that's way down the road. Steve, we are in World War III right now, and it expresses itself in kinetic ways in certain areas and non-kinetic ways in other areas. But as we go down this road of America's managed decline, certainly under Joe Biden, the kinetic part of World War II is going to accelerate and it's going to get more intense. And Americans better wake up really fast because our freedoms right now, they're under direct assault, but we've already lost so many of them. And unless we step up with real leadership to take us into the future, the America we know and love is, in fact, it's slipping away so fast right now, but it will be permanently gone. It will be irreversible if we don't take advantage of this small window of opportunity that we have right now. Uh, Monica, how do people get to your podcast and all your content? Oh, thank you, Steve. So the podcast is the Monica Crowley podcast. You can get it on all podcast platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. I do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Today, I've got an in-depth 
conversation with investigative journalist and independent journalist Peter Sweden out of Europe, who gives us a deep dive into the Great Reset and the globalist cabal, because Europe is much more uh, down the road than we are in terms of the Great Reset. It's all coming here very fast. So he gives us a real necessary wake-up call uh, based on what he's seeing in Europe. So that's today. And a lot more coming up on the Monica Crowley podcast. So I hope everybody checks it out. We'll, we'll make sure we'll put it, put it up on uh, Getter and everywhere. Thank you very much, Monica. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Rebecca Koffler uh, have, has a great piece up on uh, on uh, Fox. By the way, Rebecca, I'm going to start here and, and put you into the 6 o'clock show. Just real quickly, your headlines of your article in Fox News, China is already at war with America and the Biden administration is ignoring the signpost. You're, a G, you're, a G, you're from DIA, geopolitics. When, the Mula, when they're showing the mullahs getting a full military view in Beijing, is that telling us they're bringing their allies also into the war against America? We got... 30 seconds, man. Give me a heads up and we'll take you to the next hour. Absolutely. Just like Monica said, we have every um, strategic adversary of the United States, Russia, China, Iranian mullahs, North Korea, joining forces uh, to prepare both kinetically and non-kinetically for war. And so in this article, I describe how all the signposts that China is preparing for this war, growing space order of battle. It has, uh, Xi Jinping has appointed a wartime cabinet. And so the gloves are off. And unfortunately, Joe Biden, again, has no strategy how to deal with this top strategic threat. Uh, Rebecca, hang on. We're going to take you to the six o'clock hour. We're going to take a short commercial break. It's a minute or two. We'll be up on six. We got uh, Rebecca Koffler, Darren Beatty, Joe Allen, Naomi Wolf, Daniel Horowitz, and maybe a couple other surprises. Short commercial break. Make sure also you go to uh, mypillow.com, promo code warroom, buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. Load up on the pillows, sleep the sleep of the just. Back in the warm in a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key 
to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.